step, whatever word it was that I give me today, I just want to start off with a little bit of poetic foreplay. One day I will swallow up the world. Hey everybody, welcome back to the Lucky Dog Podcast. This is your host, Elias Roush. If you're feeling generous, go down to paypal.me slash the Lucky Dog Podcast to help us continue to give you the most pristine, top-of-the-line, professional podcast we possibly can give you. All the donations go straight to the business of the Lucky Dog Podcast and help us grow and help um, keep the lights on, help us with new mics, help us um, produce better quality media for you. Thank you for all donations and thank you for listening. Today we are discussing The Beach Bomb, 2019, directed by Harmony Corrin. Same director as... Spring Breakers with, uh, what was it, James Franco and Vanessa Hudgens and, uh, was that Selena Gomez in that too? I forgot. I don't know. But, um, so Harmony Corinne, I'm going to kind of, uh, double back on his, uh, filmography and what he's most involved in. Um, but let's talk about The Beach Bum real quick. The Beach Bum 2019 synopsis. A rebellious stoner named Moondog lives by his own rules. Moondog is played by Matthew McConaughey as Moondog, man. Uh, Snoop Dogg as Lingerie. Isla Fisher. Isla. Isla Fisher as Minnie. And Stefana Lavi Owen as Heather. Martin Lawrence as Captain Wack. And Zach Efron as Flicker. Jonah Hill as Lewis. So, as you can see, we have a stacked cast coming up with uh, uh, the, uh, the Beach Bum. I, I want to keep calling it the Moon Dog. Uh, I'm going to fight not to say that. Um, stacked cast, interesting director, and he's also the writer as well. So, how does it how does it work? Is it is it good? Is the beach bum worth uh, the five ten bucks to go to the movies? Is it more of an experience than a film? Meh. It's uh, a little bit up in the air. At an hour and thirty five minutes, this is what feels like a stretch of a long uh, a long story of a broken down writer that has. Uh, come into uh, contact with uh, just these random individuals in his life. And so it feels much more of a... Uh, it's not like so much of like a dude wears my car stoner piece, but it feels much more of... I was watching it thinking it's a beautiful film, but it feels like an elongated hour and a half music video. And that's what brings me back to... Harmony Corrin. I didn't know that this was directed by him, and I didn't have any correlation that Harmony is actually a music video director, most recently known for directing the Rihanna Needed Me video in 2016. He's done a couple uh, commercials for Dior, um, The Black Keys, 
uh, music video for Gold on the Ceiling. He does a ton of music work, and you can tell throughout the majority of this uh, film that uh, through the cinematography and through the direction that this has uh, uh, a ton of that uh, type of uh, uh, movie production quality to it. And I want to say that, first off, it looks phenomenal. I think the majority of the performances really work. They're individualistic. They they don't all get their say, but it's not so much about all these characters having their own stories. It's uh, much more all revolved around Moondog. Um, but let me see if I can't find the cinematographer in here, because I was, I was kind of blown away by, by the cinematography. I thought it was pretty good. Benoit Debbie um, is... He is the cinematographer for Enter the Void, okay, and the Sisters Brothers most recently, and uh, uh, the cinematographer for Spring Breakers. So, oh, and Climax. I just saw Climax recently, and that was a crazy fucking film. I don't know if I'm going to do a podcast about it yet, but um, yeah, it's a gorgeous-looking film, interestingly directed, I would say... The biggest complaint I have about the beach bum is the narrative direction. And with saying that, it feels like Moondog is the proxy for us as the uh, as the viewer, and we're kind of going along these, you know, meeting these crazy people, these, you know, through his wacky life. But it almost feels like, what is it for? What did we get out of this? What did we learn anything? Did did he learn anything? Did anything come out of watching this hour and a half stoner, uh, quote unquote, comedy? It's it's advertised as a comedy, but it's kind of more like a downplayed comedy, is what I would say. You know, it's not like a hundred percent wacky, even though it does kind of go into the wacky territory. It, it's it's not quite campy. It's not quite wacky. But it's not quite flat out humor, humor like in a way that you're going to be busting out laughing. I think there are a lot of times that you're going to laugh if you're going to see it. But this very much is a different type of movie. And was saying that I heard Harmony Corin said uh, uh, had announced that there are several. Uh, places in LA that they were allowing people to smoke joints while watching the beach bum. So this might be a movie where it's encouraged that you, you choose your vice, you know, you have a drink, you take a, take a puff, you know, it might be that type of movie. Um, if you're in the, the legal places to do it and of legal age. Um, but yeah, this might be the movie where it is encouraging you to do that because I swear almost every other scene, this guy is smoking. Um, I felt like I was watching a real Matthew McConaughey um, uh, character or him like on his off days or something like that when he wasn't filming a true detective or something. But um, he's a great, he's the perfect character to play it. It's the writing that I feel like it doesn't, um, it does not adhere to. And I think that there's so many scenes where they're in slow motion smoking or dancing in a, in a beautiful setting, 
but the writing just isn't there to uh, give a substantial amount of weight to the characters. And uh, that's that's my ultimate problem with the beach bum. I you know I think it was old. I was majority of the time I was like I don't know if I'm gonna like this. I don't know if I'm gonna like you know the way this is going. But ultimately, I enjoyed the characters enough in the performances that were given uh, from the characters to um, to really satisfy an interesting movie. The very end, I'd say, is kind of like you know. That's what I- you know, it, it's not fantastic. It, it, it kind of stumbles over its own narrative, in my opinion, of what it's trying to create. And I'm not really sure what it's trying to say. I I'd probably need to listen to a couple podcasts to get a, a full, um, a full, you know, revelation of what's going on throughout this entire um, movie. But I do believe that the main problems are derived from the writing and if i remember spring breakers that was another beautiful movie and the writing was horrible and it doesn't have nearly as great as actors as this so the beach bump feels much more accessible um from harmony's uh, corin's lineup so let's talk spoilers in 2019's uh, uh the beach bump 2019 so, by now, you would have watched The Beach Bum, or you don't give a shit, you're ready to hear all the uh, the goods, the, the spoiler talk. Um, to be honest, there's not much to spoil. It really, these are performances of Matthew McConaughey, Snoop Dogg, Jimmy Buffett, uh, with the exception of uh, pretty much everyone. I would say Zac Efron and Jonah Hill are kind of doing their own take on these crazy individuals, but Snoop Dogg and Matthew McConaughey feel like they're playing versions of themselves. We find out, you know, um, it's not really a spoiler, but Snoop Dogg and uh, and uh, Moondog's wife were kind of, uh, they were sleeping for together for a while, and they make some jokes about it, but she ends up dying kind of unceremoniously, and once she dies, it starts to unravel what kind of movie this is. I think once you figure out that these characters are just here to pop in for a little bit and then pop out. And then that's just kind of the way it's going to be. And then, you know, Moondog's just going to go on his way. It's just, that's kind of the, the, the narrative structure of how the movie was going. And it's not like any of these characters all came together at the very end. None of these characters are all in the same room at the end. Unlike the poster shows them to be, I mean, they don't have to be, but um, it it's kind of, I don't know. It might feel like it's advertised a little bit like, hey, all these characters are going to be in there. No, no, they're not. These are more like short cameos from these characters. Um, Snoop Dogg does have uh, some pretty good, uh, some pretty funny lines. Um, but the way they, my my quarrels come with the unceremoniously killing of the wife. I was like, okay, uh, it I, I sort of cared for her, but now I don't. And then the way they're treating her, they don't give a shit about her. So I was like, okay, so why should I give a shit about her? Um, going along with that, Beach uh, Moon Dog has to go to um, rehab. He's uh, they go to rehab and then they break out of rehab. And there's almost no repercussions for this guy simply because he he has a ton of money. And there's short flashbacks of Moon Dog. Uh, 
well, he he's writing throughout most of the movie or what's going on, sort of. He's writing, um, but he's also referring back to himself as being, you know, a once great um, speaker, writer, this, that, the other. And we just get quick snippets of it, and I do like it, but I don't ever felt like it reflects back. I never felt like there was a time where he's just like, maybe I shouldn't be a beach bum. Maybe I shouldn't be a moon dog. I, You know, maybe I should do something with my life and that's that's never reflected at all it's moon dog just going all out it looked like he burned his entire inheritance on a boat um dude doesn't give a shit he's so rich and there's just scenes i mean what is it jonah hill says you know when you're rich you can treat people like shit it was like what what am what am I supposed to be getting out of this movie? And lines like that, I have no fucking idea, considering everyone on screen I've watched look like they were having a fantastic time living their real lives. It felt like we were just watching Snoop Dogg and Matthew McConaughey drive their Lambos, fuck women on uh, yachts, and just act ridiculous, smoking tons of cannabis and this that and the other and basically just breaking the law as many ways as they can i didn't feel like i got anything narratively sound from the movie from the film it just didn't feel like it was a cohesive piece of media um despite how beautiful it was i thought the 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 visuals in it were you know stunning it kind of Reminded me a little bit of uh, Mandy last year. I thought the visuals in that were you know pretty stunning as well, um, but the cinematography, but simply the 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 writing just can't can't uh, match how good the performance is and the uh, cinematography is. It just the writing is just not there. So that's my quarrels with the beach bum. I'm trying to think of anything else we need to add to it. Um, Music was, you know, the, it was sound. I, I kind of liked uh, Moon Dogs. Um, I think he had like a little. Uh, they had they had a specific uh, sound they would put with uh, Moon Dog. Let me see. John Debini is the uh, music department on this. He is responsible for the Jungle Book. The Greatest Showman, oh, The Passion of the Christ, and uh, Iron Man 2. <laughs> so he's got an array of uh, uh, an array of films under his uh, filmography. So who knows? Who knows? I I'm anxious to see how this five million dollar uh, movie does. It's you know done on such a small budget. I'm really curious uh, what's gonna you know, come of it, if anything, it could just be swept under the rug. Um, a couple interesting things I saw on the IMDb trivia was uh, Martin Lawrence hasn't been in a movie since Big Mama's house, uh, like Father, Like Son, in tw- uh, 2017, uh, sorry, 2011, um, which is eight years ago. So that is uh, quite a long time for Martin Lawrence to be out of the game. And I hear that he's trying to, I think they're linking back up him and Will Smith are doing bad boys. Um, it was great to have Martin Lawrence in. I thought Zach, let me talk about Zach Efron and uh, what's it called? Zach Efron and Jonah Hill. I love the performances, but I didn't feel like anything 
of the movie, none of the movie had anything to do with their um, craziness. I don't know. It was just like these weird characters, these weird wacky characters throughout the movie I just was not like uh, crazy about. I don't know. Um, I liked Jonah Hill's performance. He's it's it's the character I, I'm I'm not crazy about and um yeah that's that's about it I don't know I, I don't really have too much more to say about it I thought it was a it was an okay movie I'm giving it a seven out of ten for right now um if I add any information that uh about this movie I'll throw it in the show notes check out uh, the show notes for any uh, links you need for reaching us on all the social medias. Right now we are streaming live on Twitch. We are also on Instagram. We are on SoundCloud for all the uh, podcasts. We are also on Apple iTunes. And uh, check other, uh, you know, you got CastBox and Google Play and all that good stuff. So check us out on there. The uh, Dog Podcast at gmail.com is where you need to reach us if you have comments, questions, concerns. Thank you for listening to the Lucky Dog Podcast. Please go down to paypal.me slash the Lucky Dog Podcast to donate. Thank you, and thank you for listening.